0: GGR, how are you doing today? Welcome to the part of the noob show, it's Saturday I'm Jay Gotti, the man next to me is the Optimus Magnum Hope you guys had a great week, we're going to kind of catch you up with some gaming news Some GGR stuff like normal, tease the show for next week as well Tony, how's the week been going man, how was is, how is, how is this work week for you?
1: Use my smirk, but I'm laughing because our producer made a sneak appearance just now. <laughs> if anybody caught that. He did. Oh, that's so funny. But anyways, my week has been great. I uh, I started a new job last week. I'm doing very well at said job. So thank you. I found my long lost in a wedding ring. That was I had to go buy a replacement wedding ring because I was so upset that I lost it. Uh, my son got a hold of it and somehow lost it. But it turned up. In the fact that I just got a new roof. So yeah. they were cleaning my new roof. And as I was cleaning my garage out, because, you know, we had a big dumpster there. So I was like throwing everything out from my garage and cleaning out my garage really nicely. <laughs> I found this. And I got these.
0: Yeah, baby.
1: Look those at are... those. Look at those. Oh, they're so pretty. I have had a lot of fun the last few days. Life is good right now for me. Nothing can went go wrong. From-
0: Ordered status to in person status there.
1: Yes. Physically yes. Yes. Hands. Yes. <laughs> How's <was> your week?
0: <laughs> uh, pretty decent. That was a really crazy week at work. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, but you know, we push on. We push on. We get our, make sure our gaming journey is there too. And uh, fortunately, YouTube was kind this week. We averaged about, you know, a, a, no more, no less than. You Know 550 views per short we put out, we put seven or eight of them out, so it was nice. And we just went over the plateau of 650 subscribers as well as 175,000 views on the channel. So nice pushing hard That's with how that, we do it absolutely. Appreciate all you guys out there that watch the YouTube channel and please continue to do so. Um, just uh, yeah, it's gonna keep up the grind, man. Hopefully, by the end of the year, we can get something going, uh, close to the right direction as far as. Uh, meeting the ultimate goal of 1,000 and 4,000 hours watched in the last year. So, um, other than that, been been a pretty good, good week. We had some rain here. It's been cooler. Finally, out of those 90, 100 degree temperatures, which is always nice and it feels Very good. Nice. But, uh, you know, other than that, pretty good stuff, man. Nothing to complain about other than the Niners losing, uh, you know, to uh, Aaron Rodgers on Sunday night last week. But we're not going to get started on that because it's not a sports nope. show. No, it's but not. It, I still have the sting <laughs> in my chest for my, giving I Aaron Rodgers the ball well. with 37 seconds left. And it just, it just, it still hurts my heart right now. So yep, I just, I had to say something. I just, I had to do it.
1: Yep. I texted my brother and I said, it's too long. And he said, no, you guys got it. I texted him back and said, I told you, I told you, and I'm going to bed. Good night. <laughs> that, was, that was it? Absolutely. Oh, stingy. But we have some updates don't we? GGR we do. updates, because we are part of the Good Game Report.
2: Indeed. <laughs>
1: if anybody f- fails to realize that, we are part of Good Game Report, considering that we're streaming on the on Good Game channel. Report Twitch channel. <laughs> Go figure. Anyways, Mondays, be sure to check out the Geek Corner stream with Matt's Geek Corner and Peter Byte, our wonderful Peterbite that made a guest appearance real quick for like a second, just before we started the show. <laughs> Mondays, or Monday, they will be playing Apparently something horror related. It is October. So it's time for the scary game season to come aboard. And I don't know what they're gonna play retro-wise. That's really scary. I'm guessing maybe Silent Hill ish, maybe. Could be Resident Evil-ish. Could be Parasite Eve. You never know what games they will pull out. So tune in 8 p.m. Eastern Cent- Eastern Central Time, Eastern Standard Time on the GGR's Twitch channel right here. And watch and watch them play some uh, fun games. Also, Myogenics and Tootles. Now, th- now, this used to be called Raid Night, and it's going to say Raid Night on the screen. You're going to see it there. But this is unfortunate to me. I did not know this. It changed. So now it's the Genics and Toodles show, formerly mm-hmm. known as Raid Night. So it's like Prince. You know, he was formerly known as the probably known as Prince. He was the <laughs> artist. So now it's the Genix and Toodles show formerly known as red Knight, new era and red Raid knights the guys played Warzone last week with some crazy channel points they have more in store for this tuesday and and you don't want to miss it because they're going to be doing crazy stuff they have these crazy channel points they have these crazy challenges they do all (laughs) through the stream why they do this to themselves i have no clue but tune in and watch it because it's hilarious absolutely hilarious myogenics and tuna mcbooty will be back for another great show watch it please now we're all tuesday
0: Absolutely. You want to see that McBooty come in there and, and work that yes. booty. And then Myelgenix, I mean, that's that's the king of creativity right there. So there's literally, literally no chance that you could ever predict what's going to happen on that show. And that should be why it's enjoyable to watch. I know they took the channel points, put some crazy ones in there. But then they also took the price of them way down. So you can really screw with them. So uh, that that that's definitely a, a must-see TV thing on Tuesday nights uh this week uh week 72 of the top 10 is out if you haven't been out there to check it out please do um definitely been a, a lot of success we just reviewed you know the top 10 shorts here recently as a ggr team and saw the impact that they've had with the good game report youtube channel the good game report youtube channel is up to like 352 subscribers we've been up uh i don't know 18 20 subscribers in the last month so thank you all for those that have uh, subscribed We'll shared that uh, the shorts with with your friends or whatnot. Encourage them to watch it also. Retweeted whatever you've done. You know you've all done something, and we do appreciate that. Don't forget, this is this is primetime material, right? You know this. These are getting a lot of views. Uh, last Friday night, a week ago, last night, the number two and number one went over eight thousand views on that short. That means that eight thousand people saw number one and number two's clip as well. So if you're sleeping on putting your clips into the top 10, don't. By the way, there's also another uh, sub-thread of that channel right now for your horror clips. I think we're probably going to do something with horror clips and put something together separately for that also. Or maybe just take over a week closer to Halloween or something. Uh, haven't officially decided yet, but uh, if you're playing the the sh- the horse horror shows like... Uh, Somebody did last night, speaking of Twitch takeovers, uh Peter bite took over the Good Game Report Twitch last night and uh it was mayhem. Uh he put four different sounds in there, and every time I came back to the stream, they were timed out because everybody had them like timed. And uh there were some really good clips that came from that show. It was very entertaining. So thanks to Peter for putting that on. I believe he's gonna continue to do that on Friday nights and or Saturday nights for the rest of October. Um I'm not sure how to pronounce the name of the game. It's Visage or Visage, V-I-S-A-G-E. Tony, you know how to say I think, I
1: think it was Visage, yeah. I think that's how you pronounce it. But Pookie all I know is game. that we scared the living daylights out of him all night long. It was awesome. He jumped at least 40 times.
0: It's a great <laughs> horror game. Uh, yeah. You know, turn if you're turning the lights off playing that game in a dark room, I don't know, I care who you are. Some of, some of that stuff's going to make you jump a little bit, period. Um, and Peter put himself out in front of the GGR, in front of the Twitch world, uh, last night to not only be scared by the game, but by all the lovely little sounds that come associated with that with channel points. So it was very, very fun. It was a good time. Make sure you check that out. Um, and we'll advertise any Twitch takeovers that we do have here in the near future as well. But that's that's a big one to check out for sure. Um, one last thing, and didn't make a note of it here, but I'm just thinking about it. You guys have noticed the Discord changing. It is kind of under construction. We hope to have that complete by middle of this week. You've seen a lot of different groupings, right? We're trying to put it in a little more of an organized format. Guys have been working hard behind the scenes to do that for you. So please be patient as things do end up changing a little bit in the Discord. Um, But if you'll check out the new channels, it's kind of like Tony opened up with the retro rambles and whatnot and those, and he had the video to start the channel. We have videos going in to start these channels as well that kind of helps tell you, you know with a real face talking to you what this channel is about and what goes here what what we want to what we want to do there so make sure you check those new areas out of the discord and uh thank you for your patience while it is still under construction should be wrapping that construction up this week um got some gaming news for us tony
1: might so everybody knows what stream elements is right oh you have stream labs you have stream elements you know you have the two competing rivals basically for your streaming desires basically well stream elements raised a hundred million dollars in an investment round the live streaming tools provider stream elements recently announced that it raised 100 million dollars in recent investment funding stream elements said that the funding will go towards expanding its services to uploaded videos on YouTube and live streaming on the Trovo platform. This Mm. funding round was led by SoftBank with participation with PayPal Ventures and MoreTech, along with existing investors in the platform. Alongside the investment, the company appointed a CEO and COO, respectively. SoftBank senior investor Nahoko Hoshino said, as online entertainment continues to develop as an immersed experience, the demand for authentic, creator-driven content has grown exponentially through a suite of broadcasting and engagement tools. Stream Elements is helping creators deliver an enriched experience for audiences while monetizing content from the most popular social video platforms. And I love this because I use Stream Elements. I am a big fan of Stream Elements. Harris Heller, who everybody knows with Stream Beats and stuff like that, he's a big fan and always promotes Stream Elements. Just a very easy platform to use to stream. And I love what they do, and I'm glad they're expanding it, especially for YouTube, because everybody's noticing this trend of people going to YouTube. So they're probably rushing quickly to get that money to get their butts to YouTube also to help in, it just, in that in retrospect. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I wasn't finished.
0: It just uh, it just shows, right, that little little signs over toward YouTube. Everybody's getting ready for YouTube because... Uh, yep. YouTube put some more monetization off the options in there, like the gifted subs and whatnot that Twitch has. And bye-bye Twitch. I know I'm going to jump ship. I just need the right things to be there for me. Um, and, and I'll jump ship. I use Stream Elements as well. It's the fantastic platform. It is not the memory hog that Slobs is, right? It. Uh, I use it along with OBS, and it's a perfect relationship. Hopefully these additions they do... Kind of still honor that low memory usage um, features and uh, can continue to give us uh, some good stuff. So they're going to be they're going to be investing in the Trovo platform as well, which is a very little, little known yeah. streaming outfit too. So uh, that's interesting. I kind of caught my eye a little bit that they're going to invest into the Trovo platform a little bit as well.
1: Yeah, they're basically they're trying to meet all streamers' needs. If you stream yeah. on Trovo, you want they want us they want you to use StreamElements. You stream anywhere, they want you to use them. Now, mind you, they're already on YouTube. Uh, for people that don't know, they already have a a thing for YouTube, but they're probably expanding that because there's not many there's not as many options for the YouTube streamers on StreamElements mm-hmm. as there is for Twitch. And you'll and you'll if you stream on both, which I have and you have, you'll notice the difference between the two when you actually use their when they use the software.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I'll move it on with some other gaming news. Activision Blizzard settles with the EEOC for $18 million. We've been covering this story for a while. Definitely a lot of you know, too much hanky-panky going on in the Activision Blizzard world in the corporate form. Um, Activision Blizzard's re- reached their settlement with the Equal Oper- Employment Opportunity Commission, the EEOC. That's what I'll refer to that to is the rest of the story here. Um, it's one of the U.S. government bodies that has... Been investigating the workplace issues happen, happening with the Call of Duty publisher. Uh, so, Activation Blizzard has promised to. I can't talk this morning. I'm just going to be honest with you. They created an $18 million fund. It's going to compensate, make amends uh, eligible to claimants. The EOC is going to determine how much relief and who's going to get it as well. So, this is going to be open to current. And former Activision and Blizzard employees. So even if you've left the company, you're still going to be eligible to take advantage of this. Anybody who worked in the company's U.S. locations since September 1st, 2016. So this is, shows you how the how deep this goes and how long back this goes as as far as being documented. Any money left over from the $18 million fund will be donated to charities focused on promoting awareness around harassment, gender equality issues, advancing women in the gaming industry, Company diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives, all charity selections will have to be approved by the EEOC as well, so the hammer kind of comes down a little bit uh, I feel it's a little bit light eighteen million as we just talked about how much money they make you know back in episode thirteen, just the mobile gaming the mobile game alone makes six times this in half a year. I mean I don't know if that sounds the like exact numbers, but it seems like a seems like a pat on the wrist um for activision blizzard but it's a it's a real win for employees that had to endure some of this crap that went on there um and i'm glad that there's been some money set aside to take care of those people and then also you know if there's money left over going out to uh to other charities are going to help prevent some of this stuff from happening out in the real world how do you feel about this Tom?
1: yeah it's hard to explain because i i um i feel like they're they're uh everybody always wants to settle and it just just to get out of the whole situation to not Mm -hmm. drag their name in the mud maybe sometimes i wish people wouldn't allow the settlement but maybe they maybe the people thought that they wouldn't have a chance later on so they take the money while they can take what they can and get out and just be done with it you never know what someone's thinking on their end on the other side who's representing the other the people that are obviously suing activision blizzard but like you never know what what their what their mindset going into what into it was and maybe the lawyers convinced them just to settle because maybe they wouldn't win. Or it'd be dragged out so long they would never be able to afford the lawyers in the first place or who knows what it was. But Bingo. I just feel like Activision Blizzard kind of won this. They're admitting they're wrong by settling, but they kind of won this because now it doesn't just it doesn't stay in the press it's over it's going to be done they're going to put their money out they're going to put their money into charity and raise money for awareness and all the other stuff as they always do it's always a publicity Mm -hmm. stunt to Mm -hmm. to donate to that and say i'm going to seek counseling and blah 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 but this is something that i just feel activision blizzard kind of won this pretty quickly it's going to be gone just like that
0: i agree with what you say there um you know people like you and me that were sue would want to sue a company like that they would just drag it through the mud for so long they could bankrupt us from the, just the lawyer fees alone yep so it's very easy to see that the the acceptance was given here and this is this is like a piece of hair maybe sitting on my shoulder and they're going oh here's 18 million go ahead get out of my way we're going to look good cuz we're giving to some charities after you guys soak up the 18 it's part of the 18 million and we'll move on and we'll get our name out of the mud so that's exactly what happened this is just it could have been a hundred million and it still have been like go ahead, get the get, get go away. Go away. Um, hopefully they've changed their culture at the end of the day, right? Hopefully that's yeah. been the change. That's the real change we're looking for here. Um, monetary settlements for how you were treated at work. I don't know. Everybody's so happy these days. <laughs> the real the real change we want to see here is difference, right? We want to see a different culture going on in that company. Because yeah. Just think, if the employees of a company are happy with where they work and they're not feeling like they're being taken advantage of and all these things are happening, you think they're going to be more productive employees? Which means, do you think they might even have better games and better stuff going on for our community that likes to play the games?
1: Hmm. Yeah,
0: Who would think it?
1: (laughs) Who would have thunk? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But moving on, uh, Twitch, speaking of companies that... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that love to alienate their uh employees so to speak or not employees but us who stream on their platform yeah. twitch apparently is suing the hate raiders that recently uh did that whole batch of organized hate rating to a bunch of streamers twitch has filed a lawsuit against two hate raiders who says it ha- says it says who it says have persistently targeted marginalized streamers with racist, sexist, and homophobic language and content, despite its efforts to stop them. The exact identities of the hate raiders are still not currently known. Now, my, now remember this: still, they still don't know who exactly who these people are, but they're referred to by aliases "Cruise Control" or cruise Control." Not sure how to say that, Say that. And "Creatine Overdose," but both are believed to reside in Europe. Hate raids are organized attacks on Twitch channels in which bots flood chats with slurs, threats, and abuse. It's been a problem for months, but didn't come to widespread attention until August when streamers planned a one-day boycott of the platform using the hashtag, a day-off Twitch hashtag, to to protest what they saw as Twitch's lack of meaningful action to solve the problem. While we have identified and banned thousands of accounts over the past few weeks, these actors continue to work hard on the and on creative ways to circumvent our improvements and show no intention of stopping a twitch spokesperson said we hope this complaint will shed light on the identity of the individuals behind these attacks and the tools that they exploit to dissuade them from taking similar behaviors to other services and help put an end to these vile attacks against members of our community it almost sounds like a comic book (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, like saying from like from like a batman saying or something but the lawsuit seeks a legally binding injunction that will prohibit the defendants from using Twitch, as well as various sorts of damages and legal fees. But it has some high hurdles to clear before it gets here, including determining the real identities of the defendants, who are currently known as cruise control and cruise control and, and creatine overdose. That in itself may not be a major issue. Lawsuits are often filed against anonymous uh does like Bungie and, and Ubisoft's joint suit against cheat makers for instance names 50 of them but there, are, there also may be jurisdictional issues as cruise control is believed to be a resident of the Netherlands while creatine overdose is from Austria still it's a move from Twitch's part that could serve as a meaningful deterrent to other hate raiders regardless of its outcome <sighs> so basically they can sue them it's, it's more or less to find out who they are figure out so they can ban them Like they can just get rid of them off of Twitch, permanently ban them off of Twitch and stuff like that. But there's really no way to actually probably get to them because they're overseas. It turns out they're overseas messing with Twitch over here, which is, I find that really strange. Like, why are they over there messing with us over here? Like, what do they care about? And it's not just
0: here. here. It's not just here. Some people, I mean, it's a worldwide product. Uh, People in other countries have, have come across the crap. I mean, United States probably uses it the most, right? We're we're probably the biggest bigger population on streaming on Twitch, but there's a large population of people in other countries that have seen this kind of come their way too. Um and like I just I'm I'm glad that Twitch is doing something. I don't think that it's doing much. I think the next segment that I'll talk about here is gonna give us a little more control over that. But uh I'm glad to see that they're actually doing something. But but can they really not do anything? I mean, this is like bare minimum they got to do something right if they don't do something then then they're gonna get poo-pooed even more so this is just in my opinion this is just twitch you know you're not gonna find these cats but at least you've narrowed down the countries from the ip addresses they're using or whatnot you know allegedly it, it hasn't been spoofed from somewhere else halfway across the world but
1: i said this before though they should they should just find their ips and ban them stop letting them um ban their IPs not the not the accounts because they keep making other accounts so what's the point if you just ban their IPs find out where they're at find exactly pinpoint where they're at ban them so they can't even they can't even use whatever they're using to 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 do it but the problem is that I I mean there's VPNs there's other stuff
0: yeah, I was gonna say, there's it's ways it's gonna of
1: masking around. I know but but they got to figure out a way to just deter it so maybe that's the thing trying to sue them so maybe they they they'll, they'll get scared of maybe they maybe they can sue them or something, but I don't know. There's no way of. I mean, is there other way, is there a way to extradite them and bring them over here to make them pay for something or?
0: Probably not for this issue. I wouldn't imagine that people, uh, other countries, would allow that to happen uh, unless. Hey, you know, there's always the chance that uh, Twitch has got some money together, right? And they made them uh, <laughs> made that other country see it their way. I mean, that's yeah. the only way this is happening is if they go get some money and, and go do it that way. Um, yeah. Other than that, if I'm another country, I'm just like.
1: <laughs> Whatever.
0: <laughs> you know, that's that's my motion of the day. It's just kind of like, you know, get out of yeah. here. Um, unless they has some money line in their pockets or some kind of advantage that was proposed to that country for something. And Twitch doesn't have that. Unless Bezos is going to give them out, like, you know, better Amazon shipping times or prices or, you know, who, who knows. Yeah, yeah. Um, But going right along with that, uh, Twitch is going to be giving more control over chat soon. In fact, it's already rolled out in some places. Uh, We're going to have a graphic that comes up on here on the screen from a recent tweet by Zach Busey. He pointed out that Twitch will be giving streamers better control over who can chat in their channels based off of email and over phone verification. You can see it there on the screen right now. You're going to be able to... really police your own chat they're gonna to have to do some things little extra steps right which kind of helps cut down the bots lots of customization situational restrictions seem to be included with it um there's also clauses for exemptions so like your subs your vips your mods people that have roles or have spent money in your community through a subscribe subscription um you, you'll be able to exempt them from that too but then everybody else you can kind of like hey you got to verify your email, you got to verify your phone number every time you come into my thing. Uh so there's a double-edged sword here. I see it, I see this is this is good, right? At least they're doing something to help you control the bots, right? But at the same time, you might be alienating a new audience that might want to come to you and maybe not want to jump through hoops to watch your stream. So it's kind of a yeah. double-edged sword and I think the, the latter part there is probably going to be what more people read into. Um I tried out Seribot this week. Uh, Peter Bytes popped that in the Discord um, in the announcements this week, as well as the uh, tech support, the tech help chat. And uh, Seribot is a new Twitch entity that helps you You can you can basically connect it to your account and give some additional features from keeping the, the crazy follows from the bots coming in and that kind of stuff. It was a little... I'm going to have to take a second look at it because I actually turned it off already because it's regulated a lot of stuff for me. I don't want regulated so I got to read more on it but it's nice that Twitch is doing something but uh, at the end of the day, you know, it 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 cuts a little bit too. What do you think about this Tom?
1: Um I like it but I also agree that people are going to get alienated. They're not going to they're not going to want um just I, I know I would be annoyed if I had to go into a stream and I have to verify with my phone or verify via email that just to chat in somewhere, you know, or just to do something, that would be annoying. Like if it's someone like you where I watch all the time, yeah, I'll do it. But if it's somebody new, like I gotta now, I gotta go through all these hoops every time I watch your stream. Like I don't know, it'll just alienate me a little. Bit. I think there's got to be a better way to do that. They got to figure out a better way.
0: Yeah, so the tool is going to be pretty much useless for most people because most people aren't going to turn that on. Much less take the time to go in there and learn about it to do so. So yeah uh, it's it's nice they're making an effort but you know it's just kind of counterproductive for the whole hey building a community and getting people that are new into your stream to watch it um through additional verification if it were that way for every twitch channel then maybe and it was like stuck that way and we weren't free to choose then people would be used to it and then maybe they do that but still it makes that extra step but i think it just kind of takes it down a notch so uh earlier we talked about uh Stream Elements raising 100 million dollars in an investment round. They're not the only one out there banging bucks splitgate. Game I've been playing every Thursday morning on stream um, has raised over 100 million dollars recently. Uh they Ooh. just recently advertised on Twitter. They've raised 100 million bucks to continue their journey as an independent community first gaming studio. Is it starting to get big, right? Small group of people making this game, small group of developers we were scared it was going to get sold off to some bigger entity and then changed and jacked up and that kind of stuff. And of course, they want, to, they want to have their own company, right? So what does it mean? It means they're going to be hiring a lot more developers, they say. It's going to allow them to have better and more frequent updates to the game. Uh, they see it coming to more platforms as well, fixing bugs quicker and supporting a large amount of players as benefits of the fundraising, because right now... Even when you do go into split gate right now, you have a small like a a moment of queue time, right? Where it says, "Hey, we want to add you to the server. Please wait a moment, and we'll add you in." Um, and we know when it first got popular because they didn't have the servers to handle the gr- the explosion of growth that the game had. You know, there was some very long wait times, and that's why I stayed away from it when it was in betas because I wasn't going to wait an hour to go in there and play a game like these people in the playing New World this week. You know, some people are waiting five, six hours to get in that game. Like, no, man, that's not for me. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm patient, but I'm not that kind of patient. So this is nice. Split Gates went out and raised some money, put themselves in a position and continue to develop the game to be able to grow as their as their base of players grow. This is a good news story. This is a small company coming up with a game and, uh, and and pushing through and not having to fold into one of the bigger guys. You know, and keep their keep their roles, keep their company going and grow up from the ground up. What do you think about this one, Tom?
1: It's awesome. Yeah, it's a really fun game, too. Like, it's, uh, and and it's just good that they're hiring, getting more developers, getting more people in, making the game more fun, probably, hopefully, you know, take some, take some, uh, advice from some of the gamers out there that are actually testing it, because it is in beta, so people are testing it, people are hopefully, you know, submitting stuff. I mean, most people probably just play it and stream it and stuff like that, but Hopefully they're getting enough uh, feedback to where they can make it better and make it more fun. Because it's a, it's a, it looks like a fun game. I have not played yeah. it yet, but I have watched you play it. I have watched a lot of people play it, and it looks really fun. And I, I think it's a game that I want to try to start playing because I was scared of the portals at first because I thought it would make me maybe dizzy or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it looks like yeah. it, if you navigate the portals correctly, you'll be fine. It's just that for me, it looks like you can still play it. But for me, it looks like Halo, Halo. <laughs> literally reminds me of Halo. It's like playing. It's literally playing Halo, but with portals. And cool. I
0: hate to. I hate to say it, but uh they're they're striking. The reason I think this is a little popular is because there's a certain game that's coming out here later this year, and everybody wants their fix, right? Yeah. So I, I, I've i queued in a split gate very easily this last week, and you know why? I think I know why.
1: It's because Halo some, of that, out. some <laughs> of that Halo
0: Infinite beta's out, so people are thirsty, yeah. right? So. They're going to need to grab something, right? Since starting season zero, they got their first battle pass out and everything. They're going to need to do something to keep it interesting because a lot of their audience is probably just waiting on Halo to start, to be honest. And I worry yeah. about that for them as a company. Um, they're going to have to do something to stay competitive in the space because Halo Infinite's coming and we've all been waiting for Halo for ages and ages and ages. And I'll be honest, I'm going to be on that ship. If it comes between streaming Halo Infinite or Splitgate, sorry, Splitgate, gonna I'm going yep. to have to go with the bigger one, the one I had the relationship for years and years. So um, just kind of throwing that out. They might be in that. you know, It's great that they've raised this money and they're going to keep their own company, but they're going to have to be creative as well with their marketing, with their strategy to make sure that they can continue uh, being competitive in the space and not just fall off the face of the earth quickly. So,
1: yeah. But so IGN had this tournament. I, don't, I I didn't even know about this, but they had a tournament. It started on Friday, September 10th, and it finally finished uh, this past Wednesday. But it was for the best game of all time. Now, <laughs> uh, mind you, you're going to make, there's a million games. There's so many games. Look at me. I have tons of games behind me, but Over I'm just saying. Yeah, I have over 900 games alone, and they had a 64 top 64 team bracket for this. So you're going to have some alienated people. Well, the final four included Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, Zelda Breath of the Wild, uh, Grand Theft Auto 5. So they had Grand Theft Auto had two games in it Mm -hmm. and God of War. And you would think that maybe. You know, Grant, that thought it will pull it out. You know, they had two games in the final four. Nope, God of War was successful apparently, and it pissed some people off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it set off
1: a bunch of you know social media, you know, tweets and things like that, and Twitter and going, you know, people going nuts because their game wasn't in the top sixty-four. Their game didn't make the final four, and their game didn't win. It's going to be one of those state cases, but people. It's a tournament based on votes. You should more people should have voted. Maybe nobody like me. I didn't even know. I didn't even get a chance to vote. So you know, it's it's gonna happen. But as long as you have fun gaming, that's what matters at the end of the day. Yeah. And God of War though is a great game. I will say this: God of War series is a great series. It's a great game, um, especially the first one on the on the PlayStation on the on the PS2, mm-hmm. and, and moving up all the way through three and through the four. And now even five because you know I'm sure there's gonna be another one, but it's it's a great series, the great just as great as uh, Grand Theft Auto is. And fun games are fun, made to be played. Had fun with these tournaments are are fun to have. We're having a tournament as well in the GGR. We're having an arcade tournament, and you guys can vote on that if you want to. All all it's all up on social media on on uh, Instagram, um, uh, TikTok, everywhere you can vote.
0: Semifinals in the Discord. the Discord right now.
1: Yeah we're having it we're having it's even ruffled feathers within our community oh <laughs> I'm friends, still mad about killer instinct
0: banging heads yeah oh yeah
1: i'm still mad about double dragon beating killer instinct or it's I'm a, upset with I'm, nba I'm, jam yeah i'm 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 upset period yeah he was upset about the nba jam so you're gonna it, the tournaments are gonna happen they're all in good fun and they're just fun to watch and stuff like yeah. that and fun to see who people pick but all at the end of the day, gaming is meant to have fun, not to be argued over like this. <laughs> Take it easy, people. Take it easy.
0: Take it down a notch. Yes. Well, it's time for Tony's favorite part of the show. And because Ooh. the COD League is in session, we went in a different direction this week. And uh, we're going to try to branch out into something new. Um, so I- I've never known how to say the name of this game. Is it Valorant? Is it Valorant?
1: I think it's Valorant. It-
0: valorant people call it valley for short so that's what i'm gonna do so i don't have to worry about pronouncing it incorrectly correctly whatever kind of a call of duty search to destroy kind of game right you have a couple teams they play a lot of matches you're trying to plant a bomb in the other person's area um and uh you know everything else that ensues through there but uh they do have a competitive scene that started this year and that's all i want to talk about in the esports segment this morning um Stage three for Valorant Ma- Valley Mix- Valley. Valley Masters has concluded. Uh it's the latest installment in the Valorant uh Champions tour. So this is again, this is the first time they've done this. This is the first year. Um they had the uh stage three, it was in Berlin, of all places. Hmm. It's, it's an international game, right? This isn't just uh American yeah. game. This is an international game. Lots of people play it. Uh, speaking of, uh, Formal just retired is a huge Valor guy, um, streams it all, all the time. Um, it was from September 10th through the 19th of this, this last month. The final four teams included uh, Team Envy, 100 Thieves, Gambit, and G2. So some names you know from the American side or the North American side of the uh, of the business as well. Uh, looking at the final four, looks like Gambit swept G2 Esports and Team Envy swept 100 Thieves by 100 Thieves. It never, it never really. Uh, I admire what the Hundred Thieves brand has done and everything that they're involved in, but part of them, part of that, kind of makes me feel like they're the New York Yankees, and it makes, makes me like turn my nose up a little bit. So, <laughs> I, you you know, in esports, I always give my own personal opinions, whether you guys want it or not. Uh, well, there's 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 some hot take for you. Um, the Sunday final was no contest. Team Gambit sweeping Tim, Team Envy. Team Envy is a stateside. Team Gambit's from Russia. Yeah. So, um, impressive fashion. Three maps to zero. And of those maps, I think you have to win, I think it's 15, first to 15 or 16 by two. It's very similar to CSGO in the scoring, if you've ever paid attention to that in their competitive scene. Um, But this is the first uh, big international title to this area, the Europe, Middle East, Africa region, or the EMEA is what they kind of, acronym it as so this is a big kind of a big deal that somebody outside of uh you know north america or or the far east picking up a a win the first one for the europe middle east africa region which is very significant for those of you that aren't familiar with how valorant kind of does this competitive um setup we're gonna put a graphic here on the screen while i kind of talk through it here so you can kind of see what what's going on this is the first year, so expect changes as it moves forward, but it's it's pretty competitive. It's pretty uh rich as far as like top to bottom. You got different regions, right? In different stages, regions from around the world, literally. Um, so each uh regional tournament happens, right, and what are called Valorant Challengers, as you can see there on the graphic. They conclude each stage with a set amount of teams, different for each stage, and compete in a higher level regional. Right, like Stage 1 Tournament or International Tournament in, in uh, Stages 2 and 3, the winner of the Berlin Masters now have an automatic bid to the Champions Grand Final, which will be coming up here in December. Um, here in October, there will be a last-chance qualifier, which winners from each region will have a chance to represent the region. Um, some of those regions include, like I mentioned earlier, North America, South America, the EMEA, so that's Europe, Mideast, and Africa, and APAC, which is Asia Pacific. Um, the opportunity to get the last chance qualifier um in each region revolves around how many circuit points they've earned through the season. So this is kind of complex, right? You're competing against other teams and regionals and whatnot, you're getting points for wins, those sort of things. Um, but the Valorant Champions, um, which is kind of like uh the, the, the grand final, right? Champs for COD League, same kind of same kind of deal here. It takes place December second through twelfth. Um, this is the very first year of competition for competitive competitive Valley. Um, so teams all already qualified for the tournament. For those of you that follow it, you probably already know. But Gambit, Sentinels, Team Envy, KRU, Team Vikings, Keyed, Ascend, Fnatic, Vision Strikers, which has a strong following, uh, Crazy Raccoon, <laughs> what a name, X Ten Esports, and then Team Secret. Um, going to be a huge tourney so this is if you haven't watched valley competitive wise maybe in december it's going to run december 10th i'm sorry second through the 12th this year if you haven't watched valley and you want to check it out it is actually a pretty cool game Uh, it is mouse and key you can't use your controller so these are all mouse Mm -hmm. and key players so that kind of kicks me out i played one game of Laurent with some friends on a saturday night once and I went in there and uh, I got an ace, which is considered, you know, you kill all the other six players of the team or whatnot. I aced the other team once and I competitively retired from Valorant because I figured that's the peak of what I'm ever going to be able to do in the game. Because uh, I'm not a big mouse and key guy. I'm stuck on my controller. Um, but this is this is pretty cool. You know, you've got another another league popping up with just not just a around here flavor with a little bit of Europe sprinkled in. This is worldwide, baby. This is everything. This is the whole globe completing in this game, So, which I think is really cool. So I'm going to definitely be uh, the watching this in December and expect the part of the Noob Show to follow up on the progress of champs and uh, maybe even this last chance qualifier coming up here in October. Uh, so look for more news on this before the Cod League gets started again. Tony, what do you think? Is this, is this overload for esports for you? or What, what are you feeling no, right
1: now? No, I think Valorant's a cool game. Very CSGO-like. I wish I could play stuff like this, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, I have the same issue, and I cannot... I've tried it for the life of me I don't know how many times that people say, you just gotta practice, you gotta keep at it. Mm-hmm. Well, I have, and I cannot do it with keyboard and mouse. I just... nothing... I, for me, I just... I like the controller. That's just me.
0: I need like an oversized keyboard for these paws because everything's yeah. always grouped in there together. So here I am like this, trying to use these paws to push different buttons. I got a controller for that, baby. I can do all that stuff from a controller and eight buttons. What do I what do I need that for? The mouse. Exactly. The mouse can't do same. it. Oh my goodness, the mouse the same is so precise. But it's the left hand on the keyboard that kills me every time. So
1: <laughs> Yeah, I can't do it. Can't what it's time for retro corner. Your favorite part now. See, I've I've, I've 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 see. It's crazy how the roles are reversed. You know, now it's <laughs> now it's Gotti's favorite part now. The retro corner. Absolutely. And if you have not been, if you haven't been, if you've been sleeping or basically under a rock or you just don't play Nintendo, I guess, then you and you haven't heard all last week. It's it was on, all over YouTube, all over social media. If you follow that kind of stuff. Nintendo Switch Online announced the expansion pack. That means we're getting N64 and Sega Genesis games onto your Switch. Basically, the same same way that they had the SNES and the NES games. Mm -hmm. They're doing the same thing now with the N64 and Sega Genesis, except it's going to cost you a little bit more money. That money has not been announced, but I'm guessing it's like 20 or 30 bucks (laughs) more than what we pay now, which is 20 bucks for the whole year, which isn't bad. No. So they're probably going to make it like 50 bucks a year. I'm a, I'm thinking, I'm hoping it's just 40 bucks, you know, because that'd be great because I already paid for PS plus and Xbox live. So, you know, it's a lot of money, but um, consumers will be able to play a lot of basically a bunch of Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis games. And they're also releasing a controller, which is available to only Nintendo switch online members. And you will be able to get a, uh. a, a wireless N64 controller, which is cool for those of you that love those controllers. I personally do not like the N64 controller, but for those of you that do like that and love to play like Mario 64 with those controllers, you're going to have a wireless one, which is pretty dope. Uh, Sega Genesis controller as well. It's going to be the three-button ones. That's kind of funny, but the, in Europe and overseas or Japan, they're getting the six-button controller, which I felt was unfair. They get the six-button, but we get the lousy three-button. Why can't you just include the six-button for both? makes no sense but hopefully people like Retrobit bit uh, uh that make controllers that also have deals with sega uh can make controllers or usb controllers or uh bluetooth controllers for the uh, switch that had this they already have them so let's hopefully they can they can have that for that and hopefully i have a, a brawler controller the brawler 64 controller that is an amazing controller for for n64 games hopefully that will be able to be played on the switch as well, stuff like that because it's they're they're just awesome controllers. And there you there you see them right there. Um give us
0: all six baby. Yes, Not three. Yes. What are you what are you talking about? Three? It's six yes. man. It's always been six.
1: But I found it cool because a lot of the games that were released already are going to be some really good games for the 64. A lot of games to come are going to be some good ones. And also for the Sega Genesis, there's some expensive games. Now, I'm glad when they do this because it gives you a chance to play those expensive games that you probably won't even get your hands on. I don't even own some of those games because they cost so much and it's hard to find. They're very rare. So to be able to play them on the switch would be freaking awesome to not have to, you know, sweat every night trying to figure out how I'm going to find those games at a, at a yard sale one day, like games like Mm -hmm. Musha And there's some other ones out there that are really expensive. If you find them, if you find them somewhere, but yeah, it's really cool that this expansion is happening. I just hope it's, Low in price Nintendo please lower your price I can't imagine
0: they're gonna add more than maybe ten to twenty dollars to the yearly subscription. I think right now, my family one that I spend so the wife and I from both profiles can do it is like thirty dollars a year, so I couldn't see it going more than twenty at max. I'm thinking like ten to twenty, which would be well worth it if you're not if you don't have these consoles you're not into getting these games and like Tony said, some of these games are not gettable anyway this is a very small investment to be able to play some really cool games and uh yeah. I, I like it
1: me too moving on to tech talk so there's a new arcade machine out it's already available for sale actually it's called pandora's box mini arcade console or pandora box mini arcade it's the sup retro it's so such so weird it's it's that super retro it's sup retro sup retro whatever <laughs> but I guess they, I guess the the e is silent and they don't have it, so it's super retro. But it's mm-hmm. whatever. But anyways, this mini arcade has over four thousand games, four thousand eighteen to be exact, inside already ready for you, and it has you're fully capable to load more games onto it, load more ROMs if you want to. It's fully customizable. You can adjust the the keys and everything to, or the I'm sorry, not the keys, but the uh, the buttons and the sticks to be able to do what you want on it um it's it's it comes with uh three other games uh called new battle of three kingdoms 2 and journey to the west 2 or i'm sorry new battle of the three kingdoms 2 and journey of to the west 2 that are also included in it plus the 4018 games um and supposedly it's a newer version of one that ones that they have made previously and it's fully upgraded the 3d dashboard is fully upgraded the the uh, simulator is running more smoothly as in like the actual emulator that's running on there because it is running an emulator basically um and there's also it's also online so you can actually plug this thing on to the to the internet obviously download uh patches or things that you need for it right to the actual arcade machine itself so it's pretty dope in that sense because I don't think there's many arcade machines that do that I know I'd have a bunch of arcade machines and none of them do that right and um it's just they made it basically a creator channel to help dealers on Android mobile as well for registration and advertising their system on there. And it's priced at 359 normally, but right now I guess currently it's on sale for $248, which is a big price point, but it comes with a lot of game stock and that's pretty cool for an arcade machine. If you just want to open one out of the box and play whatever you want.
0: Over 4,000 games. That's a lot of games and looking at the watch the video there. It looks like you can add a controller to this thing. It's got an HDMI out, it looks yep. like, as well. So, yep. um, like, a guy like me, I got pause. I'm not going to be able to play that thing. But you know yep. what I could do is I can run that to my monitor. I could run that probably even to my capture card back to my monitor. I could yep. probably even stream the games, maybe, you could, depending on you what could that output it, You could like. stream
1: using the sticks.
0: I could plug a controller into the back and one of those USBs. And, you know, I, yep. there's, there's a lot of options here uh, for 4,000 games. If you take that down, I'll do some math real quick. Where is the calculator at? <laughs> Maybe the uh, producer will get there sooner, but uh so we said 248 on the price what it is yeah. right now and there's 4018 games with you can obviously load more in the future. That's that's a pretty good that's a pretty good deal.
1: Is it like 2 bucks a game? Super cheap. 2 bucks a game. I'm curious now,
0: two hundred forty eight dollars divided by four thousand and eighteen games total that's like six cents a game
1: six cents a game I was way off <laughs> six cents a game
0: six six point one seven cents per game and and they and you can put more on it, oh baby, I like like five cents a game, come on, come on,
1: yeah, so yeah, but. I, I like stuff like this. I love arcade machines. So I was actually looking at it because I just love collecting arcade machines. Yeah. I have a bunch of them over there. And um, and I was looking at it. But the $248, I understand it's 4018 games. But that's just a, oh, that's a big price point for me. It but it looks like a well-built machine. It has a lot of USB outs. It has, like I said, the Ethernet in. You can actually, it's got a cool way of searching the game. So you can actually search for the game you want to play within it so you don't have to scroll through 4,000 games trying to find mm-hmm. the game you want. So you can just basically type it in. It'll bring up the games, and you can do that. You can do it by genre, I believe, as well, and stuff like that. So it's got a lot of customized features within the arcade built-in that are really cool. Um, it has two ways of using I think you can use Raspberry Pi in, the, in another way. Um, I was watching the video on it, um, and it, it, it explained a little bit about it, but um, there's all these different things you can do, and it's like I said, it's fully, fully customizable. So it's really cool. But moving on, game deals. Game deals are happening already. It's that time of the year at the end of the month where we find out the uh, PlayStation Plus and Xbox game deals. And the PlayStation Plus game deals are first for October 21. They're out to our, 20, our 2021. They're out. PGA Tour 2K21 and Mortal Kombat X are coming out for the PS4. And Hell Let Loose is coming out for the PS5. Um, there was a lot of backlash for this because a lot of people, I guess, don't like PGA Tour. They thought Mortal Kombat was kind of like, you know, not a not a kind of game that they wanted, I guess, because it was kind of older. They didn't mm-hmm. really want those to be the free ones. They want more newer games to be free. They want more just, I guess, the sports games are kind of suspect because, yes, it's 2021 now, but it's so old that 2022 is probably coming out. So I'll they're probably it. giving this away free so they can do it. But I'll take it. Yeah, I, I like I don't know the PlayStation, games. I like but I'll like take that. it.
0: Give it to me if you don't want it.
1: Yeah. So, but yeah, so there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of back uh uproar about that as PS Plus is starting. I think PS now is they want people more to go towards PS Now, like like how people go to Xbox uh Game Pass. So I think they are it seems like they're making the games a little bit worse so they can try to just inch them over there, but we'll see what <laughs> happens with that in the future. But Xbox Games with Gold always gives out pretty much four good games or four decent games. And one is Arrow, which I have no clue what it is. I looked at it. It has something to do with uh, basically a rope or a line, and you have to navigate this line through, through stuff. If you're into the <laughs> games like that and you know about it, hey, kudos to you and enjoy playing that for free. Another game called Hover, which I absolutely do not know about as well. And then there's Castlevania Harmony of Despair and Resident Evil Code Veronica X, which will be available. And I already I know. know Resident Evils, and I know Castlevania, so those are always fun games. Castlevania is always a fun time. Mm-hmm. And for Steam, Steam deals, they're out right now. There's a bunch of deals, actually, but I'm going to talk about one in particular. But Steam deals are out. There's a lot of games for 50, 50% to 70% off, sometimes you know even more, depending on the game. But right now, the Fear Collection, if you haven't played Fear, it's October. It's time to be scared. So the, the Fear Collection is out for $10.99 right now. So
0: Deal. I took advantage of it yesterday. I think you said that on my stream yesterday. I said, hey, check this out. I looked at it right after. I mean, you're getting five games. Five games for, for 11 bucks. That's cheap. You got to do it, right? it's only 10.99. Um so it was great uh, picking up some games I haven't played. It's Halloween, it's October. A lot of more of these kind of games playing. I'm going to definitely check out this fear collection and for 10.99 man, you can't miss that. That's not there's not a miss there. It's it's in good shape. Um but that's that's it for the uh, game deals so far. Um this 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 week, anyway, we'll we'll keep you up to date next week if anything new pops up. Of course, um, time to time to give you a little tease about next. Sorry week. Sorry about that. My kids up. came in. <laughs> no, you're good. We just kept running the show. It's all good. Um,
1: Work from home. That's how it happens.
0: <laughs> absolutely. We. I heard them, and then I was like, something's getting ready to happen. And then, sure enough. Yeah. Um, but next week, we're gonna have a special guest. Special guest, and they're actually from the GGR community. And I guarantee you won't guess who it is. So we'll leave it as a tease for now, um, and you'll have to show up next week. You'll have to watch the show next Saturday, at 10 a.m. Eastern, to see our special guest. I will tell you something: she will be here, and she will give you some good information. Get to know her a little better. Mm. <laughs> there, I've, 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 I've cut it. I've, you know, the 21 questions. I've given you one answer. That's all I'm giving you, though. She be happy to be here next week, and she will be here as part of the show so uh Tony, what you got going on this week man what's 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 cracking uh before we meet again next week
1: uh not much <laughs> i'm not I probably won't be able to stream yet I'm still you know learning work and learning stuff like that, so until I get that down packed enough, then I'll you know be able to know what time and what times I can stream, but it won't be until if I stream it'll be at night so. Yeah. That's the only time I can. I can't do mornings anymore because my job is all the way through the morning. So unless I did it like 5 in the morning, that would be the only way. I don't really want to get up at that time.
0: (laughs) Hey, I get up at 6.30 every morning now. So I stream five days a week now uh, because why not? Whether I go to the side or not, I usually try to start 7 a.m. to 7.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. And we play Apex uh, two to three times a week. We get some Warzone, some COD multiplayer in there, some Splitgate in there. Uh, for now, until Halo comes. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, soon. Yeah, uh, But, you know, my focus every week is all about the YouTube. If you haven't watched the YouTube channel, please go out there. Just watch the shorts. I've got a playlist just for shorts. You don't even have to watch any of the long-term videos if you don't want to. Although, the weekly mashup, at, a.k.a. the quad feed most recently renamed, is going to hit a year straight. So, I don't know if it's next week or the week after, But I will put a a a mashup video out for fifty two straight weeks here in just a couple, so that's something I've been really grinding on over the last year. Um, And long format videos haven't been it for the smaller YouTubers because everybody wants the shorts, right? Nobody has any any you know patience to watch uh, for longer than sixty seconds. But uh, if you haven't checked out my shorts, please do. We just went over six hundred fifty subscribers and over one hundred seventy five thousand views on the channel. So. Man, uh again, I thank everybody who contributes to that, and please continue to do so. um Are we going to hear from the producer today? Does he have anything he'd like to share? Will we see his face come back into the screen here and, yep I'm, and I'm right here
2: <laughs> I had to deal with another situation <laughs> as I was coming on um there he yeah. is I'm right here. <laughs> Uh, if you want to follow me, you can follow me at PeterWright underscore, underscore, that's two underscores. Remember that. It's not hard. <laughs> True. Uh, yeah. Other than that, um, you can check me out on Geek Corner on Monday. We don't know what we're playing yet, so that's why there was no announcement today. Um, otherwise, as Gotti said earlier, I started for the month of October. Uh, recall, I'm calling it a bite of terror. So, um, Where I'm playing through visage and yeah, I don't... I was. So nervous getting into it, and it's really mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. a creepy game. It's so creepy. Very but... creepy. Very. <laughs> but everyone's enjoying it, so they enjoy scaring me. Not that it's hard to do that. But, yeah, I think that's about it for me right now. Make sure you tune in next
0: Friday, because you might actually be able to scare his shirt off. Possibly. You never know. It's, it's cool. always a possibility. Anything's a possibility. And wouldn't that be the clip? If you were the one that played the sound scare that that scared the shirt right off of Peter, you would go down in good game report history.
2: Mm-hmm. So make I, sure
0: that you tune in next Friday because you might have that opportunity.
2: I'm waiting because it's going to happen because I do this every year. I'm just doing it on the good game report <laughs> channel this year. But I'm waiting for someone to really get me to the point where I yell out loud. Usually it happens at least once <laughs> when I do this stuff. And I feel bad all the time because I do have neighbors. I'm in a city, so... <laughs>
0: we did see a jerk a few times last night. That was noticeable. I believe there's some very good clips that have been shared in the, uh, the sub thread of the weekly top 10 of you doing such a thing. So, uh, yeah, good yeah. stuff. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, we're going to close up the stream today, close up the show. I'm going to get into raid mode here. Thank you so much for stopping in, uh, episode 14 here on live on the good game report channel. Also, mad love to everybody. Checks this out on YouTube through the week. We really appreciate your support, um, as well as don't forget if you're not if you don't want to watch it right, and you want to listen to what we have to say anywhere you download po- podcasts. Look for the Good Game Report. Part of the Noobs has its own podcast out there in listening form. You can listen to it on whatever you download your podcasts on. Um, we're going to be rating. I believe. Oh, we got a new name popping up.
2: There we go.
0: Are we? Are we set? Yeah. Pete, who are we gonna, gonna raid? We're
2: we're gonna raid the one that was just posted. So okay. Optimus can announce who it is. Optimus, go okay, ahead. So this uh... is
1: this is a person I've been watching for throughout the pandemic. He plays a lot of retro games. He has a long list of games that that he's beaten, and he does not stop until he beats them. So he'll put a game in, and he'll play it for. I've seen him play it for weeks before he beats it through frustration through, through sometimes ending streams because of from hours of just being on one level and not stopping on that one level until he beats it. But he plays games until, until it's over and it's hatch and he's a really cool dude. So enjoy.
0: I'd admire the consistency. Enjoy. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks again. Uh, we'll see you next week with, with a special guest for episode 15 until then hope you enjoy your weekend and your work week we'll see you again in a week thanks everybody